Our text for this morning's sermon is taken from the Gospel lesson with special emphasis on the following words. Jesus said, Everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. Everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Everyone who divorces his wife on the ground of sexual immorality makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries the divorced woman commits adultery. Do not take an oath. Let what you simply say, let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. This is our text. You may be seated. He said, what? The phrase he said, what, is a way of expressing such astonishment at what someone has spoken as to request that it be repeated. Later on, after our reading for today in Matthew 5, 48, we hear that Jesus said something even more baffling. He said, you must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. He said, what? It's hard for us to believe that the bar for our lives could be set so high that it is impossible for us to reach. But you heard it right. It's what he said. Yet, that's not all that he said. For he also said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. He said, what? He said, do not think that I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. He said, what? He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And he said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand like he did for the people of old through Moses. The Lord set before his disciples and he sets before us here today life and good, death and evil through what he said. Listen again to what he said about the evil of murder, adultery, divorce, and swearing falsely. Everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. Everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in, her, in, her, in his heart. Everyone who divorces his wife except for the ground of sexual immorality makes her commit adultery, and whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Do not take an oath at all. Let what you say be simply yes or no. 
Anything more than this comes from evil. He said, what? You heard him right. It's true. For in summary, as he says, you must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect, or you fall short of the glory of God. Well, how do we deal with this? How do we deal with this? Some try to deal with it by being moralists. Others by being relativists. Luther had this great little illustration. He said, all of us were like a drunken man on a horse. He falls off on one side, you put him back up, and he falls off on the other side. Well, let's start with the moralism. The Pharisees, the scribes and Pharisees, they, they, they really didn't think they needed help from Jesus. They said to him, hey, look, we've never murdered anybody. We've never committed adultery. And then there, too, he says, have you ever been angry? If you have, you're guilty. Have you ever looked at a woman with lustful intent? Goes the other way, too, gals. Guilty. They didn't follow the law. And you know what they tried to do then, too? Make all sorts of other laws to make themselves look good. Laws that they could follow. Laws that they could fulfill. And then they looked like the good people. If I do this, this, and this, and this, and this, and then this, then everything will be good. And we do that, too, by the way. And people out there, they think that you think that you're the good people. And if you think that, you're wrong. We're not the good people. We're just people who know we're bad. That we fall short of the glory of God. That we've broken every single commandment, whether it be in thought, word, or deed. And that's Jesus' point here today. So there's no hope for us in the way of moralism. Just try harder right? No hope. Because by definition, we were conceived in sin, and so we're, we're caught in that. It's our default position. Well, the other side is relativism. Relativism presumes there is no God but you, that everything is relative to you, that the whole world revolves around you, this way of thinking is summed up well by the philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche, who said that freed from the burden of being creatures of God, human beings must rise to the challenge of self-creation, of being whatever they choose to be. In other words, be whoever or whatever works for you you should feel no obligation, he says, to conform to the standards or criteria of anybody else. Sound familiar? Isn't this exactly where our culture is at? It's just about me. Now think about this. We're following, in our culture, the guy who proclaimed that God is dead. 
Well, God is not dead. Nietzsche is. There are dire consequences to our sin. The wages of sin is death. And even to this way of thinking, do you want someone who follows no standard, no criteria, building your airplanes or your bridges? Do you? Do you? Do you? I don't want to get in a plane where I'm not sure if it's going to go up or down or when. Do you? No. That's a lie that there's no criteria, that there's no standard. And the ultimate lie is that there's no God who created us. I mean, it goes against logic to say that we brought ourselves into being, doesn't it, if you didn't exist? The truth is God does exist. The truth is God is here for us, even right here and right now, to undo our sin and our death, to make us new again. That's what he's here to do. Listen again to what Jesus said. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. He comes to dot every I and cross every T. The work that he does, you don't have to worry about because it's done perfectly. Jesus is perfect. Jesus is the only perfect one. He is the one who clears the bar of the law with his perfect law-keeping, law-fulfilling life. He's conceived not by Joseph, but by the Holy Spirit. He's from God to do the God job in our flesh and blood of saving us from sin and death. Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment but has passed out of death into life. He said, what? You heard him correctly. Believing is? You receive the benefit of his work, and you have everything that he has. You not only are forgiven your sins, you're clothed with his perfection. He said through the apostle, baptism saves you. And it does. Because God has attached his promise to that. He said, what? Water and word saves me? Yes, you heard right, and it does. He said, this is my body, this is my blood. What? This bread and wine? Yes, you heard right. It's his body and blood for the forgiveness of your sins, for the strengthening of your faith. It's for the putting of Christ who is perfect in you, surrounding you, washing you, feeding you with everything he is and everything he has. Jesus said with regard to your sin, he said, it's all on me. 
I think I saw Mahomes say that in one of the playoff games. You know, we've got the Super Bowl coming up, right? He made a pass, and the guy's amazing, isn't he? So is the Hertz guy, so I'm not taking, I have no. But I saw him throw a pass, and, and he threw it, and, and I saw him say, it's on me. It's on me. He took responsibility for his missing the mark, which is what sin is, by the way. He missed the mark. You could even call that a sin. Really? Yeah, sin is missing the mark. He said, it's on me. Now, we're the ones who missed the mark. But the amazing thing is this, the, the astounding thing is this, is that Jesus said, it's on me, your sin. Every last one of your sins, it's all on me. Your anger, your lust, your divorce, your marrying one divorced, all of that, he says, it's on me, and you have a blank slate. In repentance and faith, forgiveness and peace, there's blessing for your new marriage, for you who continually fall short of the glory of God. Notice we can't make this about, well, ho, ho, that person was divorced. Really? You've been angry? Uh-oh. You're in the same place, and so am I. See, we like to make these comparisons with regard to us, with regard to sin. All sin damns, by the way. How about comparing yourself to Christ? There's no comparison. And so what does he do? He gives himself to you. That's what he's getting at here. This is the great news of the gospel. It's all on him. Everything bad you've ever thought you've ever said, you've ever done, everything not in accord with his word, it's all on him. So that for you, his grace, his forgiveness, his righteousness, that's all on you. It's the great exchange. It truly is a blessing. So Jesus is here now, having won our salvation through his suffering, death, resurrection, ascension into heaven. He comes here and now to take every last sin away from you and to clothe you again with himself in all that is meet and right and salutary for eternity. Jesus clears the ball bar of the law for you with his life, and then pays the price for your failure with his death. And then he saves the best for last, right? He rolls away the stone of the tomb with his resurrection, that solid rock holding us down and holding us in and crushing us under its weight. That rock, it's gone. Now heaven is open again. Heaven is open for you, every last one of you. There is life and hope again for you and for me in him, in Jesus. The one who cleared the bar with his life, paid the price with his death, and opened the grave with his resurrection.
He said, never will I leave you. Never. Never will I forsake you. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He said, what? He said, because I live, you live. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen.